1: presented by at&t connecting changes everything
2: the black effect presents family therapy and i'm your host elliot connie jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner david David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Hey, guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back, and this season, we're taking on WASP, the worldwide association of specialty programs and schools.
2: Hey
4: everyone, welcome
5: to Intimate Knowledge. This is Brooke Burke. I'm Megan king Edmonds, And I'm sex and intimacy coach Leela DeVille. And we are doing something totally different today because
4: everything has changed. One day, everything changed. And this might be the new norm for a while, but we are in the privacy of our own homes safely. And we are Skyping. So I am looking at Megan's beautiful face and
6: Lila's beautiful face. Um,
4: wherever you girls are, I miss
6: you. <laughs> 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 this is I'm of, too. Time of COVID-19. I feel like we're going to have all these stories, well, in the time of COVID-19. I know. I mean,
4: in history, and our lifetimes, hopefully
6: we'll never go through this again, but I know that my family has
4: it, and my parents haven't, it, and it's a really interesting time. It's a challenging time. It's a telling time, and I am getting so much different feedback from everybody. Um, what do you, how are you girls feeling? How are your families? How are your kids? How's your heart? Tell me, give me a download.
5: Yeah, for me, it's been quite a roller coaster. I mean, I had a lot of anxiety and stress um, in the beginning when this started to hit, and I'm like, whoa, this can, this is just uh, kind of snowballing, and it's happening really, really quick." And so I felt myself really kind of caught up on that, and and then I feel like I've I've moved through that kind of anxiety now, and I'm kind of seeing the um, the what this could be. I feel like so many people are are kind of reimagining the world that they they want to live in right now because time is so uncertain. And for me personally, it's um, really been a journey to that of reimagining what I want and um, who I want to be with. And so I actually, um, I hopped on a plane when things started to get a little bit um, iffy with the borders closing and things like that. And I felt the deep desire to be close to family in the Southern Hemisphere. So I'm not currently in the U.S. Um, I'm with my mother-in-law and my my brother-in-law and um, we're all living together Um, and it's really beautiful. And of course there's challenges to that too and I've got my two kids and so there's a lot of support and a lot of love and I feel great. I feel actually feel really great being in isolation all together. So, and that's what I wanted. I wanted to feel really (laughs) good about it. Um, And I really feel like we're gonna look back on this time and wish we enjoyed it more when we were in isolation. You know, you know what that yeah. makes me so happy and totally warms my heart. And I, you know, so I'm in Malibu,
4: I'm at home and Rain and Shia are here with me and my older daughters are with their dad, which makes me a little bit sad, but
0: mm-hmm. we're all
4: doing it to be very, very responsible. My 17 year old mm-hmm. is going to go through her, you know, voluntary self quarantine and then come here when we all feel confident. Cause we're just trying to limit the number of people in our bubble. But, you know, like you, I feel like I have slowed down so I am going so, so slow that it's such an opportunity mm-hmm. to go inward. And, you know, I'm, I'm trying to be really honest and compassion compassionate with myself in the moments where I'm looking at the beautiful things. But then again, there are human hours in the day where, you know, we feel like our social freedom has been taken away and it's a little bit challenging for everybody. I know homeschooling the kids, you know, suddenly we, oh. we became school teachers, but, 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 but. I'm so happy to be at home and I love this time. And, you know, everything is so, so different. I, I actually have been spending a lot of time connecting with people around the world digitally because my business, my app and connecting with people all over and teaching them how to stay sane and move their bodies and find things to do and boost their immune system and get outside and get some vitamin D and, you know, mix it up with the kids and create structure, but kind of not lose our, our whole sense of self, you know? Uh, it's just, it's such an interesting time. I like having all my people here at home. I do, I do like that. I'm just missing my, my two daughters, <laughs>
6: yeah. my older two daughters. That's so hard. We, I um, have both, are all three of my kids with me here in um, Los Angeles. And K- Leela, you and I were just um, leaving Brooke's house last time when we were talking about flights because I know you, <laughs> yeah. you were on a plane. We're well, all three of us are on planes a lot, and um, and so I got. I, I told my um, my kid's dad that I could come pick him up a little bit early um, if he wanted to do anything. He did. And so I um, picked him up early, brought him out to Los Angeles and within about two, three days, that's when everything happened. Yeah. And um, yeah, yeah. I brought them out to Los Angeles, I think t- only two days before I was originally scheduled to. And it, I'm, If I hadn't, I don't know if we would be here right now. And I'm so happy because, you know, being in Southern California, we do have a lot of amazing opportunities to explore nature during the month of March, where a lot of other places in the country don't. And Mm -hmm. with social distancing, we can still be safe about getting outside and going to parks and being with our household only while still keeping distance from others. So we've been trying to do that a lot. My daughter is missing... um, She's missing preschool and she started, she's only three, but she kind of understands what's happening. So, um, but not really. So she wants to go to the stores with me and do stuff. And I tell her, no, I call it the big germ. I'm like, the big germ might be everywhere. (laughs) I recently took her to Weiler beach, which is um, a zone right by LAX. That's going to be set up for, um, patients who aren't sick enough for the hospital, but aren't, but are infected with the virus. And so I wanted her to see the beach where when it was beautiful and before it was scary with sick people. But I also wanted to make it very real for her that mm-hmm. this is a big deal. And so we did. The other day we went to Dockweiler Beach and we looked at it, and we talked about it, and we talked about how beautiful it is and how lucky people who are sick will be able to be on the beach and get better. But also I don't want her to see that when it's super scary and I wouldn't take her there anyway once you know there are sick people. Mm-hmm. But, um, it's kind of presented this new form of homeschooling where not only are we it responsible for teaching our kids their curriculum that they're missing at school, but also navigating this pandemic and teaching them how to persist through trauma and through trying times and, um, and be outside of our comfort zone. And how do we deal with boredom? We're not used to that in this digital age. Yeah. Yeah, it's, Um, it's so true.
4: My, my oldest daughter who's 17, you know, she's a senior this year and, you know, her whole class, they don't get to have a graduation this year. And it's one other thing to really think about, you know, these kids who have worked so hard and look forward to that, you know, that sort of, um, rite of passage, their ceremony and their cap and gown. And, you know, I I just, there's so many different levels and, Um, so many things to be bummed about, but there are also so many telling moments and teaching opportunities and, um, so many positive things. And it's just, we're learning how to parent differently right now
5: also, aren't we? Yes. Yes. Absolutely. I feel like also the, the silver lining in all of this is that we're really forced to think together. Like we're taking isolation because we're thinking about other people and what's, how it's going to affect them. And so, yeah, it's really a time for humanity to rise together yeah. or to not. And I really f- can really sense um, that excitement of, that we're actually doing it together and it feels so, so, so good. And I'm loving, like, you know, explaining that to my kids. You know, mm-hmm. why we're doing this and, and how it affects other people, and they're learning through that. And I'm, you know, I'm homeschooling, I'm air quoting that because I feel it's kind of like an unschooling thing where it's just they're just wrapped up and immersed in our experience and what we're learning about. And so, mm-hmm. um, and so I'm kind of really loose on the curriculum and, and, and that feeling, just trusting that that will come. Um, and my kid's only six and two, so... It's about flexibility and structure. Yeah, it's about adaptability, and I think, um, yeah, we're having fun with it, and we are in a privileged situation where we're not, you know, in the front lines, and there's so many people who are who are dealing with corona, like, face on, and, um, yeah, that's, that's... You guys, listen to this. Go this is kind of crazy.
6: Um, so one of my best friends is an ICU nurse at a hospital and um, I'm not going to say which one, but she or where, but could be anywhere, but it's in the United States somewhere. And anyway, so she's in the, she works in the ICU and y'all, they are out of masks. Like they only Mm -hmm. have those basic masks that you get when you walk in already. And so she and her dad, her dad's a scientist. They figured out how to make a, like a makeshift mask that is as strong as those N95 masks that there's none of. And she and her dad bought all the supplies, like bought supplies up to make 30 masks, I think she said. And she sent me a picture of it last night and she said it will work great. But it, it, this is this crazy contraption she made because that's how desperate we are. Yeah. yeah. But I think it's really cool that, you know, she's like coming together to make these for, for her people, you know, protect yeah, It's really
5: beautiful. Yeah, I feel like, you know, there's just different levels of stress of what people are contending with right now. Um, you know, like I have a little bit of a cushion financially, so I'm not so worried about not working as much and having that income. And um, there's, you know, people who are dealing with the sickness, like um, in their lives with their family members. So there's all these different different levels that people are dealing with. And then so we're having this flight of quiet response and for a lot of people that when they're under threat um, that can mean that yeah they're not really able to connect with their partners so well so I really wanted to speak about that today too about um, sex and intimacy and how you're dealing with that in in your worlds as well. Yeah and I think this is such
4: a telling time for everyone people's worst qualities, people's best qualities come out. You find a deeper connection. You have an opportunity to go inward.
0: People Mm -hmm. might be
4: stuck at home badly in love. People might be going crazy with their partners. People might be in solitude and be quite lonely. Um, This is a learning opportunity on so many levels. And, you know, I was thinking about how different the three of our lives are from each other. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, the synergy is that we're women and, and we have common goals and we're all mothers. But when I was thinking about Megan and I was thinking about Megan you know, at home, you know, with her three kids and not having, you know, the support system that, that you may have and, and you know, not having a man to help her and to lean on. And then I was thinking about you having escaped with your family and you're in this, you know, loving, safe place surrounded by love. And then my life, it's like half the time I've got my boyfriend in my bubble, which is safe because we we are both self-quarantining. And then we then we go back to family, half the time because of joint custody. So we're introducing those different energies and trying to mm. find our own space. So I, I wanna tell you guys what's been going on with me, but Megan, I, I'd love to know what you're doing, because I've thought so much about being single, you know, the bars are closed, you can't go have that cocktail, yeah. people, aren't hooking, people aren't hooking up, people are alone, like, I, I saw that hilarious thing you sent me the other day from Pornhub, and this is not to make light of it, but <laughs> if we can all find moments of escapism and laughter, Megan sent me
6: this ridiculous error, <laughs> I swear to like. I, thought it. I was like, hey girls, I got this um this weird error message from Pornhub, and the error message was like... <laughs> You sick f- you've watched every single video on here. Go find a hobby. <laughs>
4: <Yeah>. <laughs> I was totally dying and I was thinking about the porn industry and just, you know, what people are going through. And so obviously we're gonna bring this all back to sensuality, but how yeah. what tell me how you're how you're feeling, okay. how your heart is, how your body is, because I know you are um overwhelmed at home with the kids being mommy, and then I don't want you to lose sight of the, the feminine side and, and being a woman during this time as well. And I just, I want to know how you're
6: doing. I mean, it's been super interesting because yes, I do have three little kids at home. It's thank goodness. I have a living nanny who's almost acts as a spouse because she's able to, well, she's stuck with me now, but she's able to <laughs> but thank goodness. She's able to wake up and, and, you know, help me throughout the day. So it's like, I have a partner in raising these kids on a day to day basis, but at the same time, um, they're, they're very little, they're needy. So they need me all the time or her all the time, both of us really. And it's really like right now I'm in my bedroom with the door locked and my kids are taking a nap. So I try to steal away with those little moments, but as far as my love life goes, so I am kind of like in the dating world a little bit and I'm on apps and it's been so interesting because I've been having FaceTime dates, like FaceTime (laughs) first date. So we literally will schedule a time and then like pour ourselves a glass of wine or whatever or coffee and like cheers on FaceTime, just like we're doing now on Skype. It's so funny. It's but it's fun and there's no pressure. And I kind of like it.
4: I love this. Do you remember? Do you remember when we had an interview several episodes back about um, You know, going for the physical connection before the emotional connection, and then That's, on the flip side of that, people believe in delayed gratification and getting to know someone before you you create that. your sensual union. So I think this is f- fascinating right now that yeah. people are connecting digitally, connecting via Facetime. We're working out together. We're going to happy hour. You're dating. You're getting to know each other, and all we have. I mean, unless you're getting super kinky, but all you have is um, time right now to converse and, yeah. um, carve out time your dessert, and get on sleep. the phone. Yeah. To make, an effort, exactly. To make an effort and to connect digitally. And I just, that's really, I don't know. That's kind of exciting in a way. And, and uh, what an opportunity to get to know someone without, um, adding pheromones. <laughs> into it without me that.
6: But thinking? there's no yeah. geographic barriers. And that is, <laughs> Oh, cool! Oh time barriers like it's just wow. you beat you up it doesn't matter I was it I, I've been kind of saying that long distance is the new short distance because even if you're yeah. dating your neighbor down the street you're still not seeing them you're facetiming mm-hmm. so unless you're doing social distancing so you're standing six feet away from them I mean that's a super awkward date yeah That's so, (laughs) I
4: I kind of dig this for you, you know, speaking about like long distances, the new short distance I've been doing these live streams on Instagram for my app and and opening up live streaming capacities on my, on my um, fitness app brickwork body, which I've had for years. But I had the other day, no joke, 70,000 people in my living room from around the world, from Prague, Germany, Peru, Brazil. And I went from teaching my class of like 10, 15 people, which I love, to opening up my home, like the dogs in the way the kids are trying to make food, like bananas in my house. But like literally opening it up to the whole world, globally connecting. It was so powerful, emotional, cool, comforting. I got to see faces, split screening with people. It was so interesting. So, so so, so, just a, just a a new time. Um, You know, my, my relationship with Scott. So I want to say I haven't been out of the house now. This is my 12th day and mm-hmm. I had a family birthday dinner for my daughter on, like, the 13th. Scott and I were supposed to go to Mexico. We canceled that vacation. This was sort of before the shit hit the fan, but I didn't want to be with right, my kids.
6: Broke that was right after right the, after the sunset. Sunset.
4: Exactly, exactly. Right. And I didn't want to be away and be out of the country in case something um, escalated, because I wanted to be here for my children. So we canceled the trip to Mexico. Then the news broke out. Then things started to... Um, develop. Um, and it wasn't, everyone wasn't self-quarantining yet at that time. But what we decided to do, because we were traveling, his ex had his kids, my ex had my kids. We spent seven days at my house in Malibu, <laughs> literally cooking, eating, working from in bed. Nobody went to the office, making love, living, breathing, sleeping, eating, mm-hmm. Creating a different type of, I, 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 I want to say this with the utmost sensitivity, but we had one of the most impossibly romantic, passionate weeks that we've ever had since we've been dating and that I can remember it was, it was uninterrupted. Mm. We hiked together. We worked out together. We were like biohacking in my garage, like taking care of each other, cooking together. We made a few necessary trips to the grocery store. And that was the week when everybody was freaking out. So we were even limiting that. And all we had was uh, our company TV, our bodies, our food, all senses. We, we completely, created um, this romantic haven at home, and it was so beautiful. And there was a moment in that week where we were like, I kind of hate to say this, but I don't know how we would really voluntarily carve out the time when, by the way, if money allowed, economically speaking, if there were freedom to make a staycation or to create a space at home where you're uninterrupted by the outside world, counting only on each other's company, it was so hot and sexy and fun mm. and romantic and such a deep, deep connection. Um, I'll never forget it. And I, 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 I'll never forget that time. And you know, God knows what happens now. And and um, we went from that week to kids coming home and we decided then not to see each other because I wanted to protect my children and his children. And we didn't know who they were exposed to and who their parents or their mom and dad were exposed to. right? So we decided to create some separateness. So we went from the intensity of that to separating in our own homes. And um, I want to like, even to bring this up, it's like single dads that are used to eating in restaurants suddenly are at home. Housekeepers are coming in less and less. You know, I know these are big world problems, but it's true because you want to create your safe bubble. People are cooking, cleaning, caring for themselves. They have no distractions, no outlet. Sports have been canceled. Guys can't escape in that way. I mean, look at the whole, the dynamic of the whole, the whole world that has changed like overnight. It's
6: so crazy. So like
4: he went back into his world on his own as a man. I went back into mommyhood, which I actually do pretty well at home with my kids, but, um, not even knowing like now what do we do? We're in a relationship, we're in the same city, and we feel like we're so far away, but it's because we have to create space and responsible social distancing for our kids, and now we're waiting for the joint custody thing to roll through again, so we can come
6: back together (laughs) in that space. (laughs) Yeah, wow. It's so crazy. crazy. Yeah. I know, Um, when you talk about this, Brooke, it makes me want it makes me want to have an isolation boyfriend so bad.
2: Yeah,
4: <laughs> I yeah.
6: want to be in my house to help me cook and clean and take care of my kids. Like, yeah, not only that, but like somebody to watch a movie with. And that's true. I just- well, a companion to cuddle. I have a companion with my nanny, which I'm very grateful for. But I'm glad you have her. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. And but think
4: about the dangers, also. Though, if you were to bring that man, let's say there was somebody that you felt next nice to, and all of a sudden he's buried in your real world with your kids. Like that's when the, right? sh- gets the real, yeah,
3: real-
6: it wouldn't be really an isolation boyfriend. I mean, that's kind of a fantasy, I guess, but. <laughs> Um, because I'm not just going to bring, I haven't brought anyone around my kids. I'm not going to, it's going to take a long time for somebody to be special enough for that to happen, which will yes, happen, Christ. but it's, it's not, it's not yet. So, um, but yeah, and my in my mind, a fantasy isolation boyfriend would be a great thing to have.
4: <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> my little, little, to let's, just stand let's just fantasize for a minute then because totally, yeah. like, if you didn't have your kids by about day four, I said to Scott, I was like, Oh my God, this is really dangerous for a girl <laughs> this self quarantine Because totally. <laughs> I've ever I don't think I've ever had so much sex in my entire life <laughs> if I had that week because we <laughs> <they> were like <gasps> I I mean it it I mean it That's was slightly true. amazing and I'm not like Like making fun of this,
6: but
5: no, I was it
6: it was blissful. (laughs)
5: It's such a great share, Brooke, because if you are listening and you're at home with your partner, you get to hear what the possibility is, you know, if you don't have, especially if you don't have children, you know, that that possibility is there. The the flip side of that is, you know, partners who are now shacked up together or have always been shacked up together, but have been going to work independently Mm -hmm. and only see their partner maybe when they come back from work or whatever. But now Mm -hmm. they're spending 24-7 together. And this is what I'm hearing a lot through my community of, of women and and couples that, you know, they're, they're stuck together and they're working and they're cooking together and all of that, but it's just not happening for them in terms of like the sexuality piece. And granted, everybody has a different response, like flight or flight response, where sometimes yep. some people can get hypersexual, um, where it's an exaggerated sexual response. But then there is also the other side of that, where um, you have the... Um, the opposite, where you're not feeling it at all, and and that that stress and uncertainty has really impacted on the nervous system. So,
0: mm. so
5: it's really important to find equilibrium first, I think. But also, then what comes into question is how do you create that kind of attraction and that spark when you're with someone twenty four seven, who you're not used to being with, and maybe that that spark has kind of um, diminished because of that close proximity. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of what I'm also working with a lot in my partnership um, is how to keep that alive when there's so much sameness and so much common experience <laughs> that you're not really, oh, yeah. and then you've got the kids as well and that kind of Thing, But even if you don't have the kids and you're just with your partner 24-7, like, how do you keep it going? Um, well, tell me and- how it's going with you because, you know, you are in, um, you know, an amazing relationship
4: and you're there yeah. with your husband and your kids. So you now are the third part of this whole, you know, the, 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 <laughs> our different relationship. Like, like, how is it going?
5: Yeah, I mean, I... I have a a really beautiful practice in terms of um keeping myself turned on I guess um and so like I do things throughout the day that turn me on um whether that just be like looking after myself and nourishing myself uh dancing um is another way that I do it I also have a self-pleasure practice um so I'm really always seeking uh self-pleasure yeah 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 I do (laughs) In happen? some form, in some form. It doesn't mean that I'm bringing myself to climax or to orgasm every time, but I'm definitely touching on my body and massaging myself and stimulating my genitals and, and, you know, um, I'm pulsing my pelvic floor and just like bringing a lot of sexual energy, like igniting sexual energy in my body a lot. And so, and I, there's also ways that I turn myself off. And so it's really like, it's great. And for anyone listening to like, notice how do you turn yourself on and how do you turn yourself off? And how do I turn Mm -hmm. myself off is, you know, stuff like just diving into the media stuff and like just getting wrapped up in, in what's going on in the world or watching too much screen time or numbing out all those kinds of ways. So, um, I'm kind of always like monitoring that. So I'm, but I like to think that a lot of the time I'm in a switched on kind of, um, Mode. Uh And then with my partner, um, we try to limit, um, I guess we delineate time a lot. So we, and you know, this isn't new for us, um, but I think it could be really useful for for people who are newly in isolation with each other. My partner and I are home a lot together um, just in our general lives because uh, he's an actor and he sometimes isn't working and I work from home a lot. So we are in each other's space a lot, but we delineate time. So we have specific times where we're working and we have our own work space for that. Mm. um, Whether I'm in the I'm on the kitchen table and that's my workspace. So when I'm there, you're not to interrupt me. I'm in or, you know, he has his, his own space. Um, we keep the bedroom like that is not a space for work. The computers don't come in there. The phones don't come in there. So that is a place where we meet to come together. Um, mm-hmm. But, <clears throat> you no, know, it works out really well with the kids as well because they get to pick up on, okay, well, mama's in her work zone <laughs> and so I'm not you know, I'm going to m- get my needs met elsewhere. Um, and then when we're in our room, that's, you know, private time and we're, we're taking space together. And my, we've kind of taught my kids that as well. Those so, sound like
4: amazing boundaries. <clears throat> I imagine that would be really helpful right now
5: when people are sharing common
4: space with yeah. their, their partners and their children to define those boundaries and create some respectful um, spaces, you know, I hadn't thought about that. You know, when the last week, Scott and I were together, we were working from bed. We were kind of like doing everything together, but we also haven't been together for a long time. So we were happy to to have that space, but I know that couples are struggling right now, especially couples who not only are not connected, um, on a day-to-day basis, but that quite honestly, don't really enjoy each other's company that much mm-hmm. and they find their balance between the commitment to family and children. You know, maybe they're doing things with friends or work is their escape and they limit their time together and it's tolerable, which I, I find to be quite sad, but that's the reality of most relationships that I know of. And now they're, you know, they're stuck in lockdown and they're going yeah.
5: nuts. And initially it can be really fun, you know, and have that novelty. And, yes, I say, like, indulge in the bed office kind of thing together and and do that and, and mould all the, you know, the sexual stuff and the erotic friction with the work stuff, whatever's working for you. But as time goes on, it seems from what I'm hearing is that the spark can diminish. And so mm-hmm. I'm just sharing, like, one, some ways in which you can create that separation and that distance so there can be a magnetism and an attraction to each other because if you're two the same and it's all the same and it's always common all the time it becomes like this blob you know but then there's not not enough distance and space to have you know attraction Mm -hmm. and essentially i'm talking about polarity in times in terms of tantra but um that doesn't work for everyone but yeah you have to create difference and separation yeah that's it's uh, a
4: really
2: great idea. I'm Elia Connie, and this is family therapy. In my best hopes I guess identify the life that I want and and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this
3: incident, drugs and uh, officials, cover-up.
2: <laughs> you couldn't believe it.
3: From iHeart Podcasts.
2: It's like the police knew who he was before they got here.
3: A story about money, power, and corruption.
0: It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.
6: Everyone is experiencing right now with this huge shift in um, shock to our routines is extremes. So somebody like me who's dating, I can't go on dates like, you know, we're used to it. Somebody who's broke like you, um, you're always on the go. And now you have all this time with your boyfriend on, you know, when you're together. And then Leela, same with you guys. Like, I know you work from home most of the time, but now your husband's home all the time and the kids are there. You know, everything is so Mm -hmm. extreme that it's, or everybody's, somebody might be so bored and lonely and isolated. Well, we are all isolated, but physically isolated from other people. And that's an extreme sense of loneliness and boredom that's or crazy. someone like me who has three kids who cannot like be unattached except yeah. when there's- no, that's, and it's that's just so, so extreme.
4: It can be debilitating. I mean, hormonally, people are getting depressed. People are losing it. They're stressed out. I mean, you know, some of the subject matter that I've been speaking about and sharing is the importance of getting a good sweat, getting some vitamin D, going outside, moving your body, taking a break. Maybe you need to take a walk alone. Maybe you need to just be compassionate and listen to what you're going through. You know, the other morning I was like, I just woke up in such a funk. So creating structure and holding yourself accountable. Maybe you're meeting a friend on FaceTime at 10 a.m. to maybe work out together or maybe you scheduled a, a commitment of an hour where you know you're going to get outside of the house in your backyard or just do something different. I mean, it's 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 easy to allow times like this to bring out the worst. And um, I, I think it's really important to get, really get in touch and to find moments to slow down, to breathe, to meditate, to escape mm-hmm. and to just mm-hmm kind of surrender to what's going on right now because we're all, we're all processing so much. I I wanted to ask you girls, um, you know, it's, it's funny. We kind of committed to the sexy Sunday and, and the share of and the challenge of doing something different out of our comfort zone every week. And I thought the (laughs) next time we met, we were going to like have these great freaking stories and then the whole world
6: changed.
4: (laughs) And, um, so I, I, I was thinking about what could we do different or what could we share or what could we encourage people to do who um, are home and you know this doesn't apply to you, Megan, but I, I think you might be able to do it on FaceTime and do something even more creative, but you know, I was thinking, I was talking to one of my girlfriends. I was like, so I'm in this relationship now, this new relationship with someone. And, you know, suddenly it's, you know, he's not picking me up and we're not going out to dinner and dating is like totally changed. And now we're just sort of like stuck at home, like living together, so to speak, like that's re- a reality check. And so I thought about um, creating a date night. Um, yeah. At, I was about to at, say, yeah, <laughs> even at home and my girlfriend uh-huh. well, I love it. And my girlfriend, Molly Anderson, she's like the queen of ambiance and setting the mood and she's a lifestyle expert. And she, she, she wrote and spoke a lot and encouraged a lot um, of people to learn how to set a table for two. And it means a lot of different things. So it's for you to design to, to suit your own life and your own romantic desires, but you could create a table for two for coffee in the morning, but it's not just let's sit down together. The two of us, it's creating a whole scene. So for example, I'm going to do it Wednesday night with Scott because he comes back. We don't have kids and I'm going to create something impossibly romantic a because I want to B, I need it. And three, it's, it's to keep the desire and the spark, uh, you know, alive in our relationship, but I'm going to get a little table and tablecloth and maybe pick fresh huh. flowers in my garden and I'm going to light candles and I'm going to make a beautiful meal and I'm going to find the right playlist and I'm going to play music and I'm going to wash my hair and I'm going to put on some, get lipstick. ready separately. Yes, and I'm going to get ready and I'm going to maybe put on some perfume and I'm going to feel like a woman, I'm going to dress like a woman. Not to say that like sweats and t-shirts aren't super hot and sexy, but um I want to create the ambiance of of romance for us and part of it is my act of service of giving to him, but it's also about the ability to create an environment that you know, eludes sensuality and that speaks to that. And my girlfriend Molly used to photograph these tables for two. And I used to be like blown away and it wasn't forget about money. It's about being creative. You could go into the backyard and pick greenery or branches or, you know, citrus or whatever you want and tablescape your table. It could be eclectic. You might not even have a two set that matches. It doesn't mm-hmm. even matter. It's about taking out those nice wine glasses, lighting every candle that yeah. you have, finding the right mood that speaks to you and your partner with the music um, and doing something sensual and, and awakening all of the senses. And I just, I think that date night, even at home, us. Oh. It could yeah. be so romantic and sexy. I mean, maybe you take, I'm just gonna like riffing, maybe you take a blanket in the backyard and you're going to make love outside. Or if you don't mm-hmm. have a backyard, put something on on your little terrace
5: or whatever space you have. Yeah. and Do and it, do build a picnic you. in the lounge room or something.
6: Yes,
4: yeah. Eat on the
5: floor, like do <clears>
6: a little
4: cheese board and eat on the floor and
6: open up a bottle of wine. Yeah. And if you're single, then like have a girlfriend FaceTime in.
5: I think it's a great time to explore like, you know, yeah, just deeper intimacy in general. But you know, what? Ask. Actually, I was speaking to Ika, my husband, about this yesterday. I was like, why don't we start doing like some prompts on on Instagram where we answer like intimacy build, like we ask intimacy building questions and we answer them. Um, so keep a lookout for that on my Instagram um because I think and also on the maybe I'll do it also on the intimate knowledge um podcast Instagram too where that mm. we provide intimacy building questions and so you can answer like okay well what does romantic mean for you and you you know you each answer love or, that. what's your favorite sexual memory um of us or you could ask someone that you're dating even like um if you're that further along um I love or, that. Yeah, or what you really like, what's something you really need to understand about me sexually? You know, you can kind of like, we can start to have these prompts and deepen our understanding of each other, and um, yeah, deepen connection. Yeah, yeah.
4: What do you think about, um, and Megan, you know, maybe you have some ideas too about how to stay sexually connected. Um, it's almost like a long distance relationship, you know, with maybe there's someone you're dating, but you don't feel comfortable letting them into your bubble right now because of social distancing, which I hope a lot of people are doing and you're not going to be in the same shared space with them. What can we, you know, how can we encourage people, um, you know, to keep their sensual connection from afar.
6: Sexting. Sexting is a good way. Mm Sexting. Yeah. Really, it is. I mean, I say that with a smile on my face, but I'm serious. Like just um I mean, if you it's the safest kind of sex. And,
4: <laughs> <laughs> and how far are you taking it? Is it like texting? Is it video? Are you FaceTiming? I, are you like
6: I don't do video? I not or FaceTime. I wouldn't be opposed to it. I'm just not there in any relationship. Um mm-hmm. where I feel comfortable enough. On honestly, like in a lot of ways I think that um like sexting with FaceTime or something, or like, I guess video sext is even more intimate in a lot of ways than just, you know, like body on body. It depends, it depends, right? Like there's all, there's a spectrum of both, but, um, Yeah. yeah, but like overall, yeah, I've definitely explored the whole sexting thing and just like, I think it's hot. And like, do you feel more free to
4: like say things and express certain things that maybe you wouldn't do in person? You know, it's, it's so much easier
6: to like, <laughs> to express yeah. yourself via and text. Then you, like, and you can shut it down if it's not comfortable. Like you can keep going. I, it, there's just like, mm-hmm. um, a lot of freedom that, that comes with it. It kind of reminds me of that podcast that we, we listened to dying for sex, how, mm-hmm. um, woman who was exploring her sexuality started with a lot of sexting and then kind of moved on from, from there into, you know, meeting up with going on dates and stuff. But yeah, sexting is a safe place. It still is hot, allows you to explore your sexuality. Um, and like the whole fantasy side of, of things, you know, talk about, potentially you could talk about things you would never really even do. And then you could find out if you want to do <laughs> <I think laughs> that. Totally. Cool.
5: Yeah.
6: Yeah. Open up. That that can open I love up. the idea of getting to know someone
4: sexually um, through the dialogue before physically exploring that, their body.
6: I mean, it's and really then you can check their grammar.
2: <laughs> 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 I'm Elliot Connie and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and and work towards it. I never seen So, how'd we do today? We did good. good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started
3: talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up.
2: <laughs> you couldn't believe it.
3: From iHeart Podcasts,
0: it's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get people quit listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcasts
4: I did something that I've, I've never done before so I wanted to share it with you guys and I know everybody
6: else is listening to. Oh, so please. I'm like oh, should I share this or not well we already um, know, have sex with Barack Obama so I know oh my god <laughs> girls did you did you girls get about our last episode about
4: our questions the
6: 15 questions um no but i did have someone slide into my dms telling me that they would give me multiple orgasms cook oh and do my laundry i love it you guys <laughs> i laughed so
4: hard after our last episode that was so fun oh my god
6: it was so good oh my
4: god okay so here's um Here's what I did, and you know we're supposed to be sharing one thing that we did out of our comfort zone. So okay. this was like a big, fat stretch for me this week. Okay. So you know because because my boyfriend and I aren't together all the time because of our kids, and you know now we, we we're just trying to be so responsible when we're not together with our distance. He, you know, he has been asking me you to know, like send him pictures or send him you know videos or whatever. And you girls know how I feel about that. I don't. Yeah, you that. don't like <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm not doing that because of the cloud. And I'm like, I'm embarrassed. He's like, really, like really broke. <laughs> but I, but I am like, it's a whole thing for me. Right. So I'm, I'm working on that. I'm working on that. So the other day when he was here and he was over, he went into another room and I went into my closet and <laughs> I created like I turned the lights down and I brought some candles in there and I like set this very sexy mood. And cause I keep thinking about what's the angle and how am I going to do this video? And I'm never really going to send it to him. Cause you girls know how I feel about that. Shut up, <laughs> <ball. Shut> up. <laughs> so I, so I made this sexy, like dim, like, you know, seductive space. And I put on some beautiful heels and, um, really pretty lingerie. And I went in there and I FaceTimed him. Because the FaceTime for me felt safer than um, sending a video or sending pictures or saving something or capturing it. So I went in there and I didn't tell him I was going to do it. So he was in my house in the other room and I went into my closet and created my little, you know, my little sex dungeon and I FaceTimed him. And it was so hot. I know it was so hot. And he and I just figured, you know, I'm not sure when I'm ever going to have the courage to send something or do the video, but at least he can use that, even though it went away. I didn't want to save it. He can use that for sake of fantasy. And you know, what? it was super hot for me. It was very explorative. It was really hot for him. And um, I don't know, it was kind of when I think about people being trapped at home and wanting to mix it up, maybe that's, you know, a little kinky idea or a stretch or something that might you know, might spark. Yeah. Girls,
5: say something. <laughs> I, I love mean, that. Something. I love that. We didn't
0: want to talk over <laughs> you. I we love days,
5: that. I mean, setting the scene, like I love it. Like my hu- my husband sometimes will run a bath for me when if I when I get home, and then I'll get out of the bath, and then he'll be ready for me to like give me a massage or something like that. And there's just so many ways that you can like get creative in this. And and doesn't creativity really thrive in with limitation? Like I feel like that's totally. that's what creativity is. So you can really um, really mix it up, and um, I love it, Brooke. I well
6: love that. That's I definitely a barrier you're breaking through there. Thank you. I'm- Thank you. Hearing like what you, what you, um Brooke and Leila, what you guys do, because you're both so creative sexually, and I feel like my life is just so. I'm a single mom. I'm trying to work, raise these three little kids, and it's just go, 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 go all the time. That I don't know if I, even if I was in a committed relationship, if I could kind of like just slow down and breathe and say what can i do to spice this up i i feel like i would be one of those people who would schedule sex or something so mm-hmm. that's okay no I, but I, I schedule sex you do yeah absolutely but you do all like, other things too
5: yeah yeah but it's not always like super spontaneous it's like oh we have time now okay yeah you know or yeah. we're going to ha- you know or delineating okay tonight when the boys are bed we're going <laughs> to have intimacy but it doesn't mean that we're going to have sex necessarily but it yeah. means that you know we're going to connect and so and whatever kind of evolves out of that is what it is um, yeah yeah i,
4: I mean actually, you kind of you I mean, kind of have to when you're running a whole like when we're running our homes and you know the idea of scheduling sex on so boring and so structured but the reality is when life is happening and you have family members at home, yeah. you know, it, it, you, and it's really, a, we go keep going back to this, but it's about style. I mean, there have been times even in my relationship where we know we need to just meet during the day and maybe escape a little bit. Maybe we're going to meet for 30 minutes. I mean, we've met on like the side of the road. <laughs> like We literally have like driven to a meeting point to spend 30 minutes together, like in the car just to get what we need. Yeah.
5: Yeah. And you know. see, when when pe- when you say scheduling sex, people are thinking, oh, you have a specific time you meet and you have penetrative sex. That's what yep. they think.
1: Ob- and obligation. You know, of
5: course, it's like very off-putting, <laughs> but it yeah, can, yeah. there's a whole spectrum of things that can be explored in there. And it's just, you know, sometimes I don't have, there's no not even genital touch. It's just like, We are together in that time and we're making it a priority. That's what scheduling sex means to me is making our, our sexual expression and our intimacy and connection with each other a priority. That's it. Totally. Totally. I think in the busy lives that we have, then, you know, you, if you want to have an amazing sex life, you have to do that. Yeah, I totally agree.
4: Well, so many good ideas, everybody. I want us to stay in touch who knows when we're going to be together again. I want you guys to stay safe and I want you to stay healthy and, you know, we can keep doing this right. We can keep Skyping. We can, you know, we can connect on FaceTime and, you know, we just, we, we need to stay creative. We need to stay alive. We need to know right now that we have to take care of ourselves, but we have to feel alive in all of the sexy ways that make us tick. You know, it's, it's really important. Absolutely. I love Um, you girls. I uh, love you girls girls too. And you know what? You know what we should do? Let's do a little shout out. Um, Let's give them our email address as well so that we can keep hearing from everybody and stay connected to our listeners. Don't forget to subscribe, everybody. Subscribe. Tell us what you think.
6: You can email us at ik at iheartradio.com and make sure to follow us at Intimate Knowledge Podcast. And you can send us any questions there and messages. We love hearing from you. We want to know what do you guys want to talk about, especially right now? This is a crazy time. What's on your mind? How do we how do we stay intimate? Yeah. How do
4: we how do we stay connected? And we want to know your struggles, too, because part of this is us connecting as women. And that's why we um, talk about these 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 topics that are so revealing because we're all going through it. We're all struggling. There are good times and bad times. And, you know, these next few weeks, if we just slow down and take it week by week, we don't know what to expect. We don't know how long we're going to be in this. So I think togetherness in unique and creative ways is, is going to be really, really important. And we're here for you. So just reach out to us, email us, follow us on Instagram too, because we, we get in there, we answer comments and we really do want to stay connected to all of you. Mm-hmm.
5: Are we saying goodbye now? I think we're <laughs> saying
0: goodbye
4: now. I'm, I'm going I'm to say goodbye here. because I have to go make <laughs> lunch for my kids. And, um, but I adore you. I'm so happy that we did this and I miss you girls and take care everyone. And just don't lose, don't lose sight of the woman behind the scenes during this really challenging time. It's, it's so important and it is an opportunity to self-discover and to mm-hmm. look inside and to yeah. um, find all kinds of unique ways for stimulation. And it's not just about sex. It's, it's to stay motivated. It's to stay creative. It's to find mm-hmm. moments to laugh, Time find moments to escape, find moments to make love in a different way. Take this opportunity where we're slowing way, way, way down to self-discover. I, I think that is one of the beautiful parts of this yeah. challenging time. Yeah.
5: And if you are alone, there's also so many. If you're feeling any kind of loneliness, there's so many ways that you can be of service in this time and really connect to the greater community. Um, um, I know people who are doing like tele-social stuff, so they they are providing an ear for people to share and to tell their stories. And there's a lot of people that are that are in the same boat. And so, um, yeah, seek out those kinds of channels where you can to be of service and. Um, I
6: yeah, and I have a. To piggyback on that real quick, quickly, um, if you guys don't know the app called Nextdoor, I encourage you guys to download it um, all throughout the U.S. There's this app where you can join and it's only um, in your own personal neighborhood. And I, was, I went on there about a week ago and um, I, I just said that I'm healthy, I have a strong immune system, and I would love to get groceries or other essentials for anyone 60 or older and just drop it off at their front porch and they can DM me or Venmo me or PayPal, whatever. And I was taken up on it. Um, Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so that's an easy thing that I know I can do while still social distancing and keep keeping the uh, most vulnerable people safe inside their homes. So um,
4: I love that. That's such a great idea. I'm going to
6: check that out. That's great. The Mm -hmm. app is next door.
4: I totally love that. And if anybody's feeling really stuck, like physically and needs some exercise motivation, you can find me also at Brooke, Brooke body. And I've been doing a lot of free live streaming on Instagram every day. It's super fun. I'm splitting screen girls. We could do that too. I'm like sharing the screen with people from everywhere. And I'm also live streaming, um, in a different way, exclusively on my app. But you know that's the new norm right now. So let's just keep opening up our homes yeah. in a digital way. And I love you girls, and I miss you. you too. And, and yeah. I'm here for you if you need to like vent or share. Or you just want to catch yeah. up, okay? Thank mm-hmm.
1: you, Brooke.
6: Thank right, everybody. Brooke.
5: Bye. bye, bye, everyone. See you next time.
1: Subscribe to Intimate Knowledge on iHeartRadio or
6: wherever you listen to podcasts.
2: The Black Effect presents.